Hello, everyone, and welcome to Living with IBD, an IBD podcast. This is the podcast where we discuss the challenges of living with inflammatory bowel disease and the place where we feature those IBD warriors who have learned valuable lessons along the way. I'm your host, Elaine. Before we get started, please remember that the information discussed on this podcast is not medical advice. Any questions regarding your health should be directed to your healthcare provider. Today, we're talking about IBD in the bedroom. Intimacy, communication, sex, these can all be affected one way or another by IBD. I know these can be uncomfortable topics to discuss in public, so we really appreciate our two guests joining us today to talk about their experiences. Shonda was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis in 2004 and lives in Illinois. Hello, Shonda. Welcome to the Living with IBD podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having me today. Thanks for being here. And Lizzie was diagnosed with Crohn's disease in 2014 and lives in Virginia. Hello to you, Lizzie. Welcome to the Living with IBD podcast. Hey, thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Uh, Thanks for being here. So let's start off by asking if you can both tell us a little bit about your experience and history living with ulcerative colitis and Crohn's disease. How long have you both been experiencing symptoms? Shonda? I have been experiencing symptoms for 27 years. I started having my first symptom at the age of 14. I was just out of the eighth grade. It was the summer before I started high school. They lessened uh, throughout the years and then they would increase. But when I was uh, 23, I got pregnant with my daughter. And during my pregnancy, my symptoms definitely uh, lessened for sure. But after giving birth, my symptoms increased tremendously. Wow. What about you, Lizzie? My mom always said that when I was younger, I was always complaining about how my stomach hurt um, and that I didn't always really eat as much as I should have at those ages. Um, So I can remember it's been about eight years, but um, it could have been a lot longer. I was diagnosed in 2014, like you had said previously. Um, It has definitely been an up and down roller coaster. I had six inches of my small intestines removed in 2018. Between then and now, it's kind of been more on the upside, Um, but the first couple years were definitely pretty rough. Got it. Well, given that this episode is about intimacy and relationships, can you also tell us about your current relationship status? Are you guys single, married, do you have kids? So for me, I am in a relationship. I've been in the relationship for 13 years now. We are not married, but I do have one daughter and she's 17 years old. Okay. What about you, Lizzie? I am engaged. Um, I'm getting married in June, um, but we do not have any kids. Well, congratulations on your engagement. Thank you. In the past, have either of you shied away from a potential romantic partner because of your IBD? No, I have not. But I can understand if someone does. I mean, the disease, IBD isn't something that's talked about. You don't hear it talked about on a daily basis. And it can be embarrassing. The symptoms can be very embarrassing. So I can understand if someone did shy away from a potential romantic partner because of the disease. But I would definitely suggest that, you know, don't allow the disease to get in your way of a relationship. I also haven't. I'm a very open person and I will be the first person to tell somebody that I have Crohn's disease and that I poop a lot. And if they don't like it, then they don't have to be around me. So I haven't. (laughs) I think we all need some of your confidence in our life. I like that. (laughs) Have you ever talked with your partner about how IBD affects your self-image? 
Um, I have. I have with um, my partner. We've been together so long, so I feel very um, comfortable talking to him about um, IBD and the flare-ups. And when I'm in a flare, I have told him I just I don't feel like myself. I, I, I don't feel attractive. Um, my confidence isn't there. And I'm pretty open. And his response is always, you're beautiful. Um, it's just a flare. You'll, you'll, you'll get into remission again. You always do. So he always has something positive to say. And it, it, it helps. It helps. So he knows that I, I struggle when I'm in a flare. Yeah. Sounds like you have a great partner who understands the need for that support. What about you, Lizzie? Um, I would definitely agree with what Shonda's saying. Um, I talk to him about it all the time. Um, we also live together, so even if I wanted to hide it, it's not possible. Um, so I definitely talk to him a lot about it. And what's really important is that he always makes sure that I contact my doctor when I don't feel good. Because sometimes I like to try to stick it out and act like I'm okay, and he'll make me contact my doctor. Sure. Sometimes that support of, look, you need to seek medical help. You need to see the doctor can be such an important aspect. What about on a day-to-day basis? What are some of the biggest obstacles IBD poses for your ability to be intimate with your partner? So for me, I know my boyfriend has desires and IBD can get in the way of those desires at times, but I know he has desires. I have desires and I, we talk about it and I, and you know, I let him know I just can't. He doesn't even attempt to like touch me or anything, but I, I'm always the one to bring it up. I can't <laughs> perform if I'm in a horrible flare. And if I'm not in a horrible flare and I can, there are certain positions that I just will absolutely <laughs> not do. And he knows that. And I, I let him know, like, I'm not doing that. I can't do that. My stomach can't take that. So I am always concerned because I do want to satisfy him, you know, but um he always says it's okay, you know, it's not a, a pressing issue, but it's a pressing issue for me. I would agree. The biggest obstacle is just like when I don't feel good, I don't want to have sex. When I don't feel good, I don't want to be touched. I just feel like he's very good about it. If I like come home from work and I just like, I really don't feel good. My stomach hurts so bad. I've been pooping so much today. Then he just like doesn't even, he won't bring it up. He won't ask about it. He won't even like, like he, he's really good about it. It's good to hear that your partners are so supportive. Digging a little deeper into this, how would you say IBD has changed your approach to intimacy and sex? I like intimacy and sex, and so does my boyfriend, right? Um, And when we're together, there are certain things that we like to do. I kind of try to let him drive, but I think he wants me to drive because I'm the one with the illness. So... I'm like, okay, I have to like boost myself up as opposed to before... I didn't have to do all of that. I mean, when I'm ready, I'm ready, you know, but he doesn't push me. He doesn't like hound me or anything like that. But IBD has definitely kind of just, uh, it's the leader almost. And I'll say the, the IBD is like a leader. It's almost like having a threesome. It's me, him and the IBD. So the <laughs> IBD kind of tells us what, what we're doing on in that particular moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's funny. I would definitely <laughs> agree with that. Um, but honestly, the only way he changes my approach is, like, if I don't feel good, then we just, like, don't have sex. I'm, I'm only just open and honest. Um, he's very aware of what my symptoms are. Like Lizzie said earlier, I can't hide it. I, I can't hide it. The IBD pretty much tells me what to do, especially when I'm, I'm in a flare. I will say I try to do other things. 
things. Um, but he's always like, you don't have to do that. Like, so I, I really just, I don't, I hate the fact that IBD interferes, you know, um, because sex is important to him and it's important to me, but, um, we're very, very extremely open. And, um, he sees it, you know, he, he sees me running to the bathroom. He knows about the blood. He knows about the pain and we talk about it. And then when we do have sex, if I'm in a flare, um, he's always checking in, asking me, you know, are you okay? Do I need to stop? And things like that. So we're very open. Yeah, same. Like I kind of mentioned earlier, I've just always been a really open person. So I'll tell him straight up if I don't feel good, if I don't want him to like touch me or whatever. Um, and he's always really good about it. He totally understands. And he just like really understands who I am. And he, it's also the fact that just like when I'm in a flare, even if my stomach's not hurting, it's absolutely exhausting, <laughs> exhausting. Yeah. So when I get home from work, I just want to go to sleep. And he totally understands that. And he doesn't ever try sure. to like mess with that process or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Same here. The same here. It's very exhausting. Um, and so if I'm resting, he just lets me sleep. Well, it sounds like you're both at a place where you're very open with your partners. Uh, and when it comes to communicating with your partner about IBD and sex, have you had to develop any strategies to help talk you through that? Are you explicit and direct? Do you use humor? Do you use shorthand? How do you get through it? Uh, so for me in the beginning, <laughs> when we first started dating, it was very hard. I would go back and forth in my mind, like, how do I tell this man what I'm going through and what I'm dealing with? And... Um, I, if I was in a really bad flare, I just wouldn't go over his house. I just would stay away. But um, now we've been together so long. Um, no strategies, just straight open communication. Um, and I'm direct and sometimes I'm explicit too. Like I'm giving him straight details of what I'm experiencing. And he used to look at me like, what? But now he's just like, okay, just, he knows I'm just gonna just, just give it. I'm a, I'm a straight shooter with him. So, um, straight and direct and sometimes explicit. Yeah. Going back to even the beginning of our relationship, like I said before, I basically tell people straight up front, like I have Crohn's disease, things make my stomach hurt. I poop a lot. And I like, I don't really know what you want me to say. Like if that grosses you out, then don't be friends with me or like don't hang out with me. Um, so I told him very, very early on in our relationship. I like go through episodes of being really, really sick. Sometimes I can't control when I have to poop or where I have to poop. So if that's something that's going to gross you out, like don't even like show interest in me because it's like, that's just, it is what it is. Um, and obviously that did not deter him from <laughs> wanting to be with me. Um, so I, am, I use the same things now. Like I'm just very upfront with him and I'll be like, my stomach hurts and I don't want to do anything. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Sounds like being upfront and open are great strategies for you both. Uh, well, here's a personal question. Have either of you ever had an IBD-related accident while trying to be intimate? So I have not. I know there was some times I've came close to, um, and I'm like, you know what? We have to stop right now. This is not working out. I have a fear I will have a re uh, IBD-related accident or cause some other problems that I do not need. So... Um, Never had an accident, and um, hopefully I would never have one. Um, I have not had an incident where I needed to, like, go to the bathroom. Um, I've definitely had an incident where I felt like I needed to fart, and, I mean, 
It just is what it is. He literally just laughed and was like, wow, you're so attractive. Like joking, obviously. Um, <laughs> and like, it was like literally fine. And that's happened a couple times before. So I've never had instance where I had to like poop or anything, but mm-hmm. I've definitely farted during sex. And he just, he knows that's who I am. And he just laughs about it. And oh my God, Izzy, that would scare me. I was like, yeah. oh my God, what's coming I mean, after the, the very fart? first, The very <laughs> yeah. first time, it definitely wasn't like, I was like trying to hold it in. But, you know, sometimes you just can't really hold that stuff in. So mm-hmm. It just, like, came out, and he was, like, seriously, it ended up being fine, and we turned it into a joke, and it, like, it didn't matter. Humor solves a lot of things. Yeah. (laughs) What do you think is the hardest thing for partners to understand about IBD's impact on intimacy and sex? Well, my boyfriend is so understanding, but if I would have to go back to the beginning, um, before he really understood my disease, I think the hardest thing for him to probably understand is why can't I perform the way I probably normally would Um, in the beginning? I'm sure he was like, well, last week she was doing this and this week she's not doing this, you know? Um, But that was prior to him having a full understanding of what's going on with me. I think the hardest thing for partners is that like not everybody is comfortable just like putting out how much they have to go to the bathroom and how urgent it is and like, what kind of feelings you have. Like sometimes that's like for me personally, it's easy for me to talk about that stuff because that's my personality. I'm very open. I don't care if you don't like me. I'm going to tell you how it is and you can make your decision based on what I say or whatever. But um, there's a lot of people that don't feel comfortable with that. And it is scary because that's like, it's so, it's like a part of our life that we can never get rid of. But it's also just so sometimes like you, you think that people are going to think you're gross or that they don't want to be around you um, or that you're like a different person because of it or they might think you don't have great hygiene because of it, that kind of stuff. So I would say that the hardest thing for partners to understand is just like what it does to us and how we feel and how we have like absolutely no control over it. That's a good point. Uh, Have either of you talked with anyone besides your partner about this issue? I have. I have. I've talked to my best friend about it um, in the beginning when my boyfriend and I first started dating. And I'm like, oh, my God, like I've been trying to avoid him. And, you know, he wants to see me today. And what what if he wants to have sex? So my best friend is always trying to help me. Well, in the past, come up with ideas on what I could do to try to um make to to make me more comfortable in the bedroom or she would always sometimes actually help me come up with the excuses too to stay away before he really knew what was going on with my issue so I have talked to my best friend about it plenty of times yeah same I actually have um a really 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 good friend who also has Crohn's disease um and she also lives with her boyfriend and we go through the same thing so it's been really helpful to have her because we basically just talk to each other about it because we understand each other and we totally get it So that's really nice. Sure. And going back to communication between you and your partner, are there any ways in which IBD has improved your bond? Definitely. Definitely. Um, When we first met, my IBD wasn't as bad. Like the ulcerative colitis wasn't flaring out of control. So he didn't really see me like really sick. But once I had the worst flare of my life and uh, we were together, he actually got to see what IBD could do to me. And it, it, it made us closer. It made him just want to um, cater to me more, um, check on me more. Like he's very attentive when it comes to me now. Like my health is like a 
a priority to him. I had an incident where I was extremely sick and he was on a, um, he was out of the country and he just, he wasn't even gone 24 hours and he came right back because he was so concerned about my well-being. So it definitely has made us closer. I agree with that. It's 100 and 10% improved the bond with my partner. Um, I will say that the first time I ever, ever met him just as a person, he knew that I was really sick when he met me. And then once we started dating, um, I was still kind of going through the ups and downs of like remission, not remission, remission, not remission. Um, And there's definitely been instances, like I'll give you guys an example that's a little bit embarrassing, but I think it's very real. So I think it's important to talk about, but we were on the way home from church one time and we were driving on a back road and there was cars in front of us and cars behind us and we we're on a mountain and there was nowhere to pull over and I had to poop and I pooped in the front seat of his truck um, while we were driving down the road and I was completely like embarrassed, like he knew that I was sick, but like I had never done anything like that before. Um, and it was like kind of early in our relationship. So I was obviously very embarrassed. I was like crying. I didn't feel good. The front seat was full of poop. And like I look over and he's like laughing. And I was like, why are you laughing? Like I thought he was going to be so mad. I was like, why are you laughing? And he was just like, he was like, it's okay. He was like, it's funny. And I was like, no, like I'm so embarrassed. And he was like, the truckers are replaceable and you're not. And he was like, it doesn't matter. Like, we can clean the truck. It's not a big deal. Like, it's seriously fine. But we're going to remember this forever. And Uh, I was like, yeah, you're right. Um, He's definitely a keeper, Lizzie, for sure. Thank (laughs) you. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I would say that just, like, stuff like that, like, that doesn't happen to everybody. Stuff like that's happened to me multiple times around him. And he's never shied away. And I think it definitely makes us closer because now I can't, like, I would never imagine being able to do that in front of anybody else. Sure. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us, Lizzie. Uh, In just a few words, what is the best advice you could give to someone who is struggling to communicate with their partner about their IBD? Shonda? I would say um, definitely be open and honest. I mean, you you are who you are and you can't change it. So if they can't accept who you are and what you're dealing with, then it's their loss. I'd agree. And I think that it's very important to be open in the beginning. You don't want to like get yourself sucked into a super like you don't want to get sucked into a relationship and you're hiding it from him or her for so long. And then all of a sudden you're just like it just comes out and then it's like, why didn't you tell me earlier? Blah, blah, blah. Um, And it's definitely difficult to talk about. But you just have to be you have to be open about it and you have to like explain to them your symptoms. I think it's also important to explain your symptoms like in a way that they're going to understand it and they're not necessarily going to completely understand because they don't have the disease most likely. Um, But it's important to just like be explicit with them and tell them exactly what you're feeling and how it happens and how you have no control over it um, and make sure they know like ahead of time so they're not like surprised. Really good advice. Thank you both so much for talking with me today. We really appreciate you being so open about such a personal topic. So thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. Of course. Sure. To everyone listening, I hope you'll join us for the next episode of Living with IBD, an IBD podcast. We'll talk soon.